No child left behind. Well, I think they you know they what? Call... Yeah. They're like, yeah, you know what? You just, uh, you're good. You're good. They, they thought right. I was going to invent the warp drive, and they, they couldn't have that kind of power in, in the general populace. So they, they, they fucked my life uh, to, to prevent it. They're from the future. Dude, I don't know. They're weird. They're like, you know what? You're going to grow up, and you're just going to smoke weed and be on conspiracy podcasts. And I'm like, Hell yeah. Conspiracy hey, podcast. Are you reading my bio right now? <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if your counselor actually said that to you? Like, <laughs> listen, dude, uh, you're such a fuck up. You're not going to ever want to hold a real job. Just find some way to make money online somehow and look at conspiracies to entertain yourself. I see a lot of weed and a lot of useless talking in your future, dude. Yep. <laughs> Now I'm now I'm at the point in my life where I'm like low key. This is why I'm really on Facebook. I'm just looking up my old teachers and then like oh, adding them like real discreetly and sending them dick pics. Dude, that's actually great because then you get like the early. So instead of waiting until you're 35 to for like the or like until your 40s for like when your friends' wives have had their first divorce that you can pick up on them, you can just go in on your teachers and like they've they're. You don't even have to wait for that divorce to happen. You can get them. You can just get it right yes. after. Like you're getting it in the prime. I didn't yeah. have any hot teachers. It was fucking bullshit. Yeah. Not even like young at all. Like they're all older and married. I'm like, oh, this this sucks. I got Miss Jamie and Mr. Fletcher. Like they're they're the big recipients. Yeah, I didn't have too many really good-looking teachers growing up. We had, like, one with one. I can only remember one with a nice body, and that was my Spanish teacher. And she oh, had oh a, you, she had a god you think you're a biology face. teacher? I'll show you some biology. Get no, all biological no. up in that ass. I feel like I had a lot of pregnant teachers growing up. A lot of them. Oh, I mean, yeah. that's kind of par for the course. I had a teacher with a glass eye. Oh, boy. Nice. I had a teacher um, with a weird belly button. His name was Mr. Gordon. He did teach me a lot of vocabulary because he had a, an interesting... Not, I, don't, I had a teacher who used to take his shoes and socks off and walk around. That's weird. Don't do that. He might be one of them hippies. I had a college professor that did that, and I'm like, dear God, this is me in like 50 years. Yeah. Just teaching really, some like bullshit classes. I had a really buff gay teacher named Mr. Crook. That he was like he looked exactly uh. like the fucking uh, exactly like the brawny man, not the brawny man, Mr. Clean, bald head, two nice looped gold rings on one ear, hundred percent gay, buff little dude. And he taught us. Uh, <clears throat> he taught, he had a pretty good uh, literature class. He taught you how to make a lubed Goldberg machine, like ninth ninth and tenth grade in literature. Pretty decent. He taught. I mean, there was some weird shit going back. Like I remember some masturbating in some of the books I read going on, polishing. Well, were you reading James Joyce? Now we were reading like we were reading some like Steinbeck shit. Like maybe the Pearl, and then something else where there's some dude, some black guy is like jerking off in a theater in the first. <laughs> it's weird. Polishing his knife. You sure it wasn't me in blackface? Um, it's me in blackface. I had a uh, I had a gay teacher, and he was like really in, like he seemed really insecure. He was like small, quite small, and uh, he was so, it was like 
he would walk over to the white side of the room and be like, and teach his lesson. But when he would walk over to the black side of the room, you could see he was getting really like starting to tremble. Like he was really afraid of the black kids. I feel like because they could. Cause cause I afraid you were excited. I feel Which like we one? need to unpack why you guys had a white side and a black side of the room. <laughs> yeah, wait, 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 wait. You, guys, you guys didn't have a, a a black side and a white side of the room? No, dude. We had different I drinking fountains. Where the fuck do you live? North of the Mason-Dixon line? I live in the suburbs of Los Angeles, so every side was a Mexican side. So. And every side was a gay side. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I've been made an honorary troll like 10 times. Yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to talk over your death. You did, shh. You're trying to corrupt me oh, with your you. desegregated I mean, ways. I mean, this might sound even worse. There was maybe like one black person, five, maybe five black people in my whole school. Yeah. Same for me. <laughs> well, I, I sort of like broke the ice with the black kids, and I, I caused some desegregation when I said, "Hey, Shark Tales is just finding Nemo for black people," and they looked like and they looked around. And was like, you know what? You're right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We had two black Again. dudes in my school, and like one black girl, and one of the black dudes was like whiter than I was. Again, I just think when you're when you're when you're having as a as a teenager to desegregate things in high school, sort of it is sort of a little systematic, doesn't it? Feel like that? I will. Okay, let's be honest. When we when we started like the class like they, they weren't assigned seats so like you just sat with who you know exactly and like all black people know each other and all the white kids <laughs> and all the sense. white kids and yeah and uh all all the white kids lived on like within the same vicinity so we all knew each other so we just sort of sat you know with whoever we could cut up with and they and that was like a privilege and uh they said if you keep talking though like we'll move you like over here with the black guys and you're not gonna like that and, uh, how they like, use it as like a fucking as a punch. Well, they, they didn't say that. But that's what that's the. I'm gonna put case. you with the white boys. Who desegregated you? I got in trouble. Like I had this dude. Like one of my best friends growing up was this dude named Justin, and he was a black guy. And um, like we like we'd pass like insult notes back and forth. Like he pat he drew a picture of me. Like it, it said, "I hope you get raped in, in the forest." Hell yeah! And he passed it to me, and I'd laugh, and then so. <laughs> I drew a picture of him getting in the forest, right? Yeah, I, I drew a picture of him getting like uh, raped by some Ku Klux Klan's members, and then um, and then uh, like the uh, the note got passed, and the teacher caught it, and she opened it up, and she saw that, and I got suspended well, for three days. That would have made headlines shit. now, though. Like if that had happened these days, it would have made headlines. Kids, like, racist. Like, <laughs> like the. You know, he, you should have see. You, you went straight to Ku Klux Klan. You could have, you could well, like, you could have gone to like. I hope you get raped on a farm by a pig. But his thing said, "I hope like I hope you get raped by some n words in the forest, some neighbors in the forest." Oh. That's what his his said. But oh, I, I just reversed it. Yes. I appreciate you not saying the word since we're live. You know. Yeah, hey, I know. Oh, we're live. Cool. Yeah, we have been for a while. All right. Hey, do we think this Nunez fight was fixed? Be honest. I do not, but I mean, I could be swayed. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, a little on the fence about it, but I do think that this a fight can go down this way. You know, because I mean, they've they've been way crazier before. So, you know, what's your what's your bet? Your biggest like, you know, oh that was fixed. Like, what's your biggest like clue to that? In the fight, in this fight. 
Yes. Okay. I don't know why, but the smile, the smile she had before the fight, before the round, it gave me this, it was this weird smirk that like, it was this weird smirk that like, was like, <clears throat> all right, you know, like, you know, when you're think when you're, maybe you're drunk, maybe you're high, maybe you're just bored and you think of this time in your life in the past that you were super cringy or stupid or did something dumb. Yeah. And then all you can really do to yourself is just like smile and laugh it off. Like, ha, ah, that's fucking, I'm such a fucking. Okay. Well, what, this kind of smile on her face. And then uh-huh. let me give you the hard evidence. The hard evidence is she was literally throwing punches and then pulling them back and then throwing punches. She did this multiple times. And then there was an early tap. She didn't have her chin. She didn't have her fucking arm under her chin. She didn't have double hooks. She went down like, I don't know. It looked a little f- well, floofy. Okay. The smile, the f- first off, the smile. The smile uh, we're, is, um, is we're Nunez and then in this girl friends. It's conjecture, yeah. But we're, we're Nunez and this girl friends. Like, are they friends? Uh, no, no with? one's really friends with uh, what's her face. All right, She's also. Beast. I remember you remember getting in high school fights or like little like scuffles. You never want to act like too hey, intense. You want to act like, hey, I got you want to smirk. You want to be that way. That's that's part of the act. So I can get that. But also with the whole like her punches. OK, there was one time I totaled a Ford Focus. OK, and I like but it still cranked and it still drove home. And I didn't report it because I was about to get rid of it anyway. And so I drove home in a total Ford Focus with a clearly some kind of head issue okay and i about wrecked five or six more times because my depth perception was off now i've never been knocked out in a fight but that's the closest i've ever been to being knocked the f out and um and so like i I guarantee if like i'd gotten out of that car and gotten into a fight with someone i would have been doing the same thing she like my depth perception like you're sometimes you're like it'll take like your your head your head trauma will like you know, fuck up one eye temporarily, like not to where you can't see, but where to where it's just like the two eyes do not connect as far as like signals to the brain, and your de- your depth perception can be so far off that you can think you're actually about to nail her, and then boom, you 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 you're like you're uh, three feet away, you know. So I can see that happening in a fight. Um, I mean, it's it's common in like old boxing matches where a guy would start like you get hit, you get nailed, and he's about to go down, but you'd swing wildly, like he thinks he's about to hit him. It's like there's three of them out there. Hit the one in the middle, like that like, kind of shit. We'll, we'll, I'll de- yeah. Go on. All right. So I I see what you're saying with that, but mm-hmm. like, what Dave's saying is, is her technique changed, and her technique's not going to change based on what, like, regardless of how many like different Juliana Pena's she saw up there, she still like her punches were, she wasn't as crisp, and she just didn't have that. Uh, killer instinct that she's usually wearing on her face it was weird. i mean yeah, I, yeah the, your point y'all y'all your points are valid i only like, one more know, point here they're valid. Is, look we got to go back and look at the fight and i really want to because i'm just really interested in take it apart like this is a fruiter film i know i love shit like this like i got you know what like i've I, i've long thought that a lot of sports and if i were the establishment okay and i was able to do this in whatever form or whatever if I'm thinking like them, I'm thinking every single fight for the most part and every single sporting event, every single soccer match, every single football game, 
for the most part is fixed because if it's not, it's in their minds, it's leaving money on the table. And so maybe here and there you just lose because you, whatever, whatever, how they ever, the, the fuck. Maybe the major ones could be. Whatever. Okay. Okay. That's just, it's always kind of in the, been in the back of my mind. Now I enjoy sports, whatever. UFC especially. But um, this one with Nunez, yeah, like the, I, I, I want to go back and look at the fight, but she was like throwing, okay, there was another point that I was going to make, but I'm literally, I'm telling you, she's throwing the punch and mid throw, she's bringing it back. And then she's like, the first round, she dominated her on top, like physically. And then as soon as she goes down, she fucking taps. Like that shit was not under her chin at all. Yeah, that was a very quick uh, and I tap. Like she, I feel like she was trying to do it before the round ended too. Okay. And, you know, it's that's valid. That is valid. But I'll tell you um, one time. Okay. I was, I was teaching my cousin footwork, how to box and everything. And then. He wanted to test his uh, his might, and he went with me and my friends. We would all box. We'd box in the cul-de-sac. And he he got rocked really hard, right on the chin, right in that magic button. He didn't go down. But uh, I stopped everything, and he did not know who I was for about five minutes. And, like, all that I had taught him, he was just stumbling around. I get it. And, like, that, I mean, you know, your point, it's valid, but, you know, Look, I think I that know. based I've, on I've things that I've seen. You, I, know, I know exactly what you mean. And yeah. I'm not taking anything away from the other fighter. I forget her name even. I'm sorry. Yeah. But it's Juliana Pena. Oh, what's her name? Also, the other, the other stipulation for this that I was thinking of too is like, this is at 135. Now I know that they've already had talks about maybe getting rid of the 145 division <laughs> thing. This fight was at 135, and I just feel like this was a way for her to like make a little extra cash on the side, vacate the title. She's never gonna fight at 135 ever again, in my opinion, personal opinion. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, they but, need to get rid of the 145 division so that, that like, the, these heavier girls can fight these, uh, you know, you know what's these, uh, uh, you know, these guys. Well, that that's very disrespectful. Dude. No, it's these, fine. Uh, no, you know, no, we get your these point. trans, <laughs> transgenders. I mean, I don't think there's any really in the UFC right now, and I think I'm sure they'll do a good job of keeping it uh, in a fair way, but. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, something her... about it, something about that smirk was throwing me off at the beginning of the fight, of, of the round, and I just something about it was was in a her post-fight interview. She said that she woke up that day and she was just out of it. She woke up and she just felt like so that to me, oh, yeah. you know, like it was something with that. Like, okay, maybe she went in knowing that she was going to throw this fight, and just she, she just wasn't into it. Maybe and then you know yeah, look, I mean, look she's been she's been a long time since she's even fought really she's been you said I mean like fights. dude guys I mean yeah. seriously man she, my she, bad she had she had, she, to, had, uh, she, had to. she had to drop weight down you know I'm sure she doesn't like doing that and she just yeah. you know there's so I'm 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 speaking now on her behalf of not throwing the fight but I'm saying yeah. you know sure there are a lot of things but. I'm telling you, dude, something about that fucking smile, something about her pull, uh, literally doing this, throwing it and then stopping in the middle of the, you got to go back and watch it. She's, she's, she's purposefully pulling back her punches because she gets into a rhythm and then forgets that she needs to throw the fight. And then finally she gets hit a couple times, goes down. <clears throat> the ch yeah. As soon as that thing gets tight, she starts tapping. She doesn't you know, even wait. I 
I'll lend credibility to what she said after the fight is that she was out of it. And, you know, Rogan said something really great. It was pretty happy. Back. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's... Look, she's been, like, dating now, and she's got, like, a baby and shit that they adopted. Well, that's the, that's the thing I really saw uh, at the end of the... I think she was just kind of relieved, you know, because they say champ being the champ is a burden when it's everybody comes top. for you. Well, and you just have all this pressure and all yeah. this extra shit you got to do. Okay. And like Dave said, you know, she's probably... She has a baby. She's with her wife. You know, like just kind of like over it right now. Yeah. And like I said, I think she didn't have the fire. You know what? Like as Occam's razor, that's kind of that kind of the you know the most obvious conclusion is usually the real one. And to be honest, I don't want to I don't want to disrespect because I really do respect these people. But yeah, it just it just smelled a little fishy to me. That's it. That's it. But I can be convinced. You know, and Rogan said something really good a few years back. He was like. You got to be either all in it or all out of it because you're not you're not going in that ring against someone who is, you know, competently skilled. If you're not if you're not all in it, because they will they'll catch you. Like like how many deals on the side does Nunez have? We know she has her kid and all oh, yeah. her family, Bro, but is she like in, part of endorsements and stuff? She'll, like she'll she'll be even after she stops fighting, she'll be able to run a gym and make yeah. plenty of money doing that afterwards. So yeah, so that, gyms that's, and stuff like that. She could also be, you know, be like have you know a cold or something. I mean, you know, a, a a basic cold like the Omicron variant. Uh yeah yeah I was gonna say the basic cold doesn't exist anymore. We we beat it. Mission accomplished. We also beat the flu. Mission accomplished on that one. Congratulations. Yeah, congrats everybody. Congratulations everybody. Beating the flu. We beat the flu. Yeah. Oh, you need Pfizer. Gosh, man. Oh, Arthur's always hanging out with Pfizer. fucking Alex and you Sam. Popular California guy. Also and Dave. Utilizing, uh, butt sex on false pretenses. You know? So kind. They beat, they beat AIDS. Well, that was thanks to Dr. Fauci and AZT because he just killed everybody with AIDS. Well, yeah, because you, you got to invent AIDS to beat AIDS. You know, attacks you on me, quite frankly, are attacks on science. So, speaking of that ACT, apparently, what the deal was, how it got passed, is they just cut the testing extremely short just to make the numbers work out. Oh, oh, you are attacking science. You are hmm. attacking science. Yeah, man. You are attacking just, science. I, just, I don't believe. This is such a the uh, I mean is all research bullshit? All of it is. All oh! is all well, here's the thing. Here's a thought experiment I like to uh, engage in. You know, yeah, ha- like it doesn't matter if you're religious or if you're just a, a logically like a, a human equivalent of a Vulcan that only accepts science, right? It still takes faith to to go one way or the other because, like, you you have to have faith that everything the science book tells you is true, unless you're out doing these experiments yourself. You have yeah, to have, I have faith. A question. Who are you performing these thought experiments on? That you're, that these on are mice and uh, maximum pain uh, dogs and stuff. I just, I, I would appreciate a little less experimenting going on right now. Yeah, I'm please. Not it's to no get my brain thought experimented. Well, 
it's that's why I say I like to. I'm mentioning it. I'm not gonna say now today, class, we're going to engage in a thought experiment. Now, picture yourself. So this is a personal exercise that you engage in on your own. Yes, and well, and sometimes I'll talk to like people, right? Presuppositional apologetic. Okay. Uh, Christians like to use it too, but I mean, I, okay. I think it's inter- very interesting. Um, Wait, so and pre- they, what Christians? Presuppositional apologetics. What does that mean? Okay. I'll just break it down. Okay, basically, if you believe in science and you don't believe in God, right, they'll tell you that science can only prove things by proving itself wrong over and over again. Sure. That's how science grows. So science has a... scientists even start off as atheists and even turn to religion in a way to help them figure out the issues that they're not able to cope with in science. Yes. This is a Christian podcast. No, it's it's not. uh, But here's the thing. Like they'll say, okay, your science views, like they, they, they are constantly being proven wrong, right? So what's true today is wrong tomorrow, you know? It's very hard for you to establish facts. But I know a guy, I just so happen to know a guy who knows everything, everything, and his name is God. And he literally knows everything. So my foundation is more solid than your foundation. And, and it does, it pisses these like logical science people off. And then the, the Christian guy walks away laughing. I just think that for a lot of scientists, it feels like a cop out. Yeah, because it's just like an answer for it. It's just like, okay, I'm a god. Um, not a god. You know what I mean? So, but yeah. I get what you mean. But like in the same sense, I mean, yeah. The, one of the, one of my favorite things about listening to the Relax Freedom podcast is listening to the theoretical scientists and physicists admit that they don't know certain things that's exactly. my favorite part of it same here say, well we we don't know well honestly we just don't know and then and they're like they have this they have this immaculate um explanation leading up to the idea just like arthur pointed out recently which was like all these guys what was it arthur all these guys have like just just have a different way of saying they don't know what's going on sort of is what you kind of said but yeah. And also that's what's so that brutal. Was I'm sorry to put you on the spot there. <laughs> oh, Arthur. What? Arthur. What? Speak, Arthur. <laughs> you are okay. king, Arthur. Or it is you that pulled Excalibur out of the stone. Um, so continue, yeah. finish your, uh, finish your, okay. uh, your thought and another, then we'll move on. Okay, yeah. And another thing that's like, so even though like, like I, I'm, I do not like flat earthers, but still... What's so brilliant about the flat earth movement is that they they will get you to admit that you you cannot prove that the earth is round. Right? I'm not, I do not want to go down a flat earth rabbit hole, but like you can prove the earth like personally, like with your resources and your knowledge, you can no more prove the earth is round than they can prove it's flat. It's like so all it's the just, people that can yeah. prove that it's real all seem a little shady, don't they? Yeah. And nobody else, anybody else can't prove it. Now, I'm not a flat earther personally. For me, it starts in it. That's where it like, I can't handle the truth when it comes to flatter. Like, if that's real, I don't know. If 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 we don't really actually live on a ball, yeah, I'm I'm pretty much useless as a human going forward. I always tell them like there is one way to actually surefire prove it, and that's to sail around Antarctica. Like and if it takes you months and months and months and months to sail around it, then the Earth is flat. But if it takes just like a little like. A little while to do it, then the Earth is round. But now, you know, if I found the edge of the Earth, I'd probably like—I don't know—like I'd be so overcome that I'd probably end up like jerking off over the edge. 
Dave, look into Crater Earth. It's interesting. Ooh. Okay. Like what's nobody what's, talks about it, let's but talk about it's... Crater Earth for a second. Let's talk about it. Tell tell me what's yeah. Crater Earth. Break it down. Uh, there's this researcher named Godjilvansmistus. We'll find it. We'll find that. We'll find that for sure. I can link it, but anyway, he uh, it's it's kind of like flat Earth a bit, but different. Okay, so basically, there are maps of the moon that actually replicate the Earth. Right. Okay. Essentially that the that the planet is actually much, 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 much bigger. It is still a ball, but it's much, 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 much bigger. No, like no? it's not a ball. It's okay. it's actually we're on a greater earth. So there's more land. Okay. So it's not a ball. And and we're in a crater. So the crater would make sense if it's just like a much bigger I don't know. I gotta look into it. We gotta, we gotta look into it. Look, look into it. it. It's yeah, interesting. Look. It's not. It. It's not associated with Tartaria. It's. No. It's just its well, own there's thing. There's to all this. Tartaria, Tartaria <laughs> yeah. really. I mean, if you think about it, Tartaria only really covers maybe the last. I'll be generous and say twenty thousand years, but really, Tartaria is like. Oh. Ten thousand years, kind of stuff. Like, you know, same as yeah. Younger Dryas kind of stuff. Well, it's it's post-Atlantean, right? I don't know. I mean... Well, Atlantean uh, would be up to the... BC, Atlantis. The end of Atlantis. Not the beginning. A lot of people, Dave, know. a lot of people are saying Old World and not Tartaria. Okay. Like, they're, they're, they're not... Tartaria is, does have a negative Tartaria. connotation to it. It's like linked to the Russians now. The Russians. Yeah, it's kind of it, it seems like a more specific thing rather than the general like concept that. of that's like you know the the world is history is not as we know. I it. love that actually because also too I see old too, world. This was one thing that Riggs said, which was don't say the powers to be, say the powers at play. The powers at play. Because it just it takes away their powers. Yeah, I'm all about. I get sick of tired of saying powers that be all the time. Yeah, the powers that play. Just like that's why I like to call. I don't like to call them elite. I like to call them like the predophiles or whatever. Don't call it the. Oh, dude, uh, another Stephen guy got popped for abusing underage girls recently again. Another one. Okay, here I've thought about this too. This is important. Now, is pedophilia bad? Of course. Yep. Of course. Anybody who gets caught with actual pedophilia stuff should be prosecuted and should go to jail, of course. However, what I'm starting to think and hope that's not happening, but I'm starting to think is like, you're kind of noticing a lot of these Democrats and like people who have supported the liberal kind of stuff have been caught, been getting, getting caught with uh, pedophilia. And is it maybe just like a kill switch now where they get just injected into you? They just press the button and all of a sudden, well, you pedophile. That's it. Life is done. Pedophile. It's easier than just killing you. I've heard you. that about Cosby. I've heard he was wrongfully accused from another source. Well, so that's, well, you know. Cosby, I think Cosby, well, let me finish this point. Cosby, was, oh, you know why he got off. Do you know the exact reason? No. Okay, the exact reason is because, and this this is very easily set up too, to, 
to go this way. Like this could have been very easily set up, which is, and you just have to go through the appeals process, which is Cosby made a deal with the prosecutor to give information during a civil case that couldn't be used against him in a criminal case. And then they used it against him. And then finally in the appeals process, he was able to get out of it. Mm. Okay. I see. But yeah, but with like the pedophile stuff, what, what I think is happening, I'm just weird. I'm not going to just start pointing at every single fucking person on the the CNN, but like, the CNN guy, maybe was he a whistleblower, maybe, or somebody trying to expose something, and then he got pegged with it? I'm not like, talking about it's... any specific one. I just want to be cautious and make sure that all these stories are legit because, again, I'm just starting to feel like it's starting to become like a kill switch. And I just, you know what I mean? I just want to be, you don't want to just, you don't want to just blindly cancel people and, Put them in jail just because they have a just because the establishment media says that they're pedophiles. Well, right, we would be guilty is the same uh, of the same thing that we accuse other people of being guilty. I know, and it's so easy. I'll be honest; like it's so easy to just like accept the the news that you like and and dis discredit the news that you don't like. So you just despite this is a hard especially with that this very hard one to do yeah specifically with that because that really gets to people like right to the to the heart well they found child porn on his well they found child porn on his computer and then Uh, they find out oh my god this it was a picture of like a girl that like wasn't really you know i mean like they find something to do that with this guy the guy on cnn apparently arranged to meet up with a nine-year-old to have sex with them that's that's bad and then the guy from oh wait oh it's actual like sexual Look, contact with the minor this one is bad i'm i don't even know the specifics of this one i just want to make my all my whole statement clear that what i just said in the last five minutes whatever it's oh, not, okay it's not specific to any one case this one i haven't even heard this case so i'm i'm gonna side with you and say this is a pretty bad one i just Wanted to bring up the the fact that because I had been thinking about it recently, which was, let's not just start pointing the pedophilia finger at everybody and fucking ruining their career over it. And like again, it's seeming to be like sort of like a kill switch. So, okay, but this is bad. And then the guy from Sony, you know, that was bad too. So that happened mm-hmm. recently. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not, in no way defending these people. Trust me. For people who don't know, uh, uh, who Dave, what what exactly was he? Do you recall he was a uh, a high up at Sony? A suit. Sony, yeah. Um, fuck. What was his uh, actual role? He was a uh, fuck. Yeah. V- like, v- I think VP. he was VP of something. Yeah, VP. In my mind, VP Sony Online. I want I you know. to work Whatever. my nuts. So, <laughs> so like, yeah, he was. I'll having, try to pull he was up. Having like an on- online conversation with somebody who thought he was like. 14 or something and then tried to get him to come over no, 14 and, year old boy 14 year old boy mm. and uh and then they they came over with the camera and then got his ass yeah one of those uh groups of dudes that uh are like trying to catch these uh pedophilia guys yeah. so they you know do the fake tech they act like they're you know a teenage boy or whatever they're into it's yeah. on one of these youtube groups um what I think, I think that and this is like my overall big picture on that. This this whole thing is um that most people that seek power in like office, 
I'm not even going to say all, but most have a complex. And sometimes that complex includes depravity. And sometimes that depravity includes pedophilia. And I think what these people are doing is they're politically uh, terraforming our moral, the moral compass of Western society. And um, they're, they're trying to make it more uh, uh, acceptable or it's okay or they're trying to normalize it. And, um, and they're also trying to do proje project, right? And um, I think we're going to get – we're going to keep getting hit with these, with these like, like charges of like pedophilia. Like people are going to keep getting hit with it and it's going to become such – it's not even going to become a story anymore. And at that point, like we're like, oh, well, you know. And then and have you seen the stuff? Oh my god, I was listening to a guy read a manifesto of one of these people that is involved in the education system. And it was about sexualizing children. Like how to slowly and gradually expose yeah. children at a young age to like That's awesome. Horrible I mean, thing. Really the the honest thing is that like we under we gotta just everybody's gotta understand that it's like a uni uni these people these people have a uniparty system going on. Like there's no it's an illusion of a two party system. Let's be real. I mean, yeah, it's I, it's a it's I a monopoly for the people. On, <clears throat> I feel bad for the people on, like that are like the quote unquote Democrats or the liberals or the left because they only really they don't really they're not really exposed to any alternative media in the most in the most sense. Like all their news is one way. Like we're we we are only we only see what's going on because we see both sides of the media. It doesn't mean that like. And then we can come to our own conclusion that like pick out the bullshit, but like you can only pick out so much bullshit from one side. Like when you're picking out, like the right has their bullshit too. I mean, yeah, they're affected. I asked this in one our own sense. real quick, guys. Uh, let me uh, chime in about that uh, Sony exec. Yeah. So it George Cassiopo, the senior vice president from the team behind PlayStation, PlayStation uh, allegedly. Yes tried to arrange a meeting with a 15 year old boy uh it's according to a video by uh, people versus preds on youtube but uh so the video just opens up to these guys walking up to his house and he's out there you know to meet this 15 year old boy at 4 30 a.m so like there yeah. there's no there's no plausible other, there's nothing else yeah, you meet it. Poppers. Someone. Yeah. Like a bunch of coke. So that's that. Oh, but he did get fired. Good. That that guy's a piece of shit. But don't yeah. don't throw poppers under the bus, man. I'm just playing. <laughs> poppers. It's for boxing, you know. Even is, we, is he's we, wearing we, a PS5 shirt. So. You know, we get back there and box and I've been yeah. Doing poppers like a motherfucker. No, I'm just joking. All right. Wait. So okay. So here's the other big news of the of the day, especially the day. Julian Assange, can you pull some of that up too, real quick, Nate? Julian Assange suffers a stroke. I'm gonna give you two sides of this conspiracy. The one side of the conspiracy is that maybe the government did it to try and kill him and it failed. Other side of this conspiracy is that Julian Assange tried to fake it because his whole his whole um, defense for not being extradited was that like. Like he was physically fit to stand trial in like or that he was not physically fit to stand trial. So they tried to use that defense for Assange to 
Am I wrong about that? He was not a threat to commit suicide, but he was not physically fit to stand trial, which is why they had to have like a virtual. He had to have. He had to be on it on virtual cam while his like essentially his, you know, his main trial was going on. He had to be on camera because they saw that he wasn't fit to stand trial in his current state. I don't know, man. Crazy shit happening. What do you guys? Any? What do you guys think? You know, like. In my more logical, like, frame, like, I try to be as logical as I can. And I always try to give these things the benefit of the doubt. But at this point, I can't, like, I feel like I just cannot give, like, the official narrative the benefit of the doubt anymore about this. And, and I do not have a normalcy bias. But, um, I mean, I try, like, to, see, just like with this fight tonight, right? I, I'm giving every, the event itself the benefit of the doubt. With something like Julian Assange or freaking Epstein killing himself, um... I'm not going to give this the benefit of the doubt. I think that, like, I feel like something really uh, sketchy is going on. I mean, and you're saying that he could be doing, he could be pulling a McAfee, like, like McAfee faked a heart attack to get out of being arrested. Uh, yeah. That one time. I feel like McAfee might still be alive, too. Oh, I'll ask Red Guy. And, and for sure, Epstein is still alive. 100%. 100 so percent really still alive. I, I don't know about y'all. Mm-hmm. But, like, the treatment of Julian Assange, like, is, like, horrible. Like, I feel for what he did, like, it's just he's been treated so horrible just for, like, exposing shit from the government that they purposely keep from. He embarrassed the Democrats and he lost Hillary the election, essentially. I didn't mean to cut me to cut you off. Sorry. Yeah, well, he ought not have done that, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm, yeah, the left was like, they loved Julian Assange until, uh, until he started, um, you know, That's telling the, the truth left. about them, yeah, about the their guys. Yeah. This is the real left, the real anti-establishment, anti-corporation, anti-big pharma left has been essentially co-opted by, well, I don't know what, what do you call it, the FBI, the CIA, I don't know for the fucking know. It's just been co-opted by this insanity, really. It, it could be it could be private corporations that could be co-opting for all I know. I mean, the LGBT community has been co-opted by corporations for fucking years. Feminine yeah. movement, feminine movements, all these movements have been co-opted years and years ago, and now they're finally starting to get into like I don't, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what it is. It's there's so many different angles to take it at. It's impossible to ever keep track of it, unless you just know. You have to just know everything. Yeah, if there's any movement gathering any kind of steam, it's it's co. It I won't say co-opted outright, but I will say that the FBI or somebody is has a they got intel in there. They got people in there, you know, gathering intel. Um. <laughs> yeah, like imagine be we're in the conspiracy community, and I don't even you like would have thought that 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 video of Kyle Rinhouse's case. Of the aerial of the aerial footage, okay, that the FBI took, you would have thought that that shit would have leaked out to the conspiracy community, and it didn't. Which means I, we don't really—they actually don't release shit. You don't find out about it for years later. You know what I mean? Um, that's true. And I heard something now. Since we do conspiracy stuff on this thing, um, I was visiting my buddy like a week ago. And he said, this is something that I've been trying to research and I cannot find anything on it. But 
that two of the guys involved in the Rittenhouse situation were intelligence, or they they were like highly, like highly trained intelligence. And now I'm you know I'm not saying that I believe this. I'm just saying that I've Jack I heard Pazobic this. Is, Jack Pazobic is highly trained intelligence. Well, I'm, I'm talking about the guys that were like in there. Like I think two of the maybe two of the guys um like was it I mean, Gage? I don't, Gross I don't doubt or, it. I mean, I don't doubt yeah. it because, like, if you if you think Jack Pozobic is like again like the same on the same level as these people that you're talking about, like he's more influential in the sense that like he's promoted by Twitter, he's on Tim Pool all the time, he does all these other shows that's popular, like, so like these other guys that are on the grounds doing their shits, like, yeah, I mean, these motherfuckers are they're on the ground and in our YouTube channels and Twitter pages and stuff like that, like. There, it's all you never know who the sheep and wolves clothing is, or the wolf and, and sheep's clothing. Like here's the thing like, about I always yeah, raise like, my eyebrows when Rogan has on Mike Baker. Exactly. I'm like, Why is this yes. guy on? Yes, Mike Baker. Seems well, he, to be he's great. probably the least of your worries when you got people that are actually they're still involved that are coming on to disinfo you. Like he could he could probably still be doing the same thing, but like at least you know that he has a history there. A lot of these, um, we call them spooks. They're like they're 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 CIA. They're they're very preppy, but actually they're spooks, and and they're like a uh, a yuppie CIA agent. Like you'll see them like what your friend could be one. Like they wear their little like buttoned up shirt. They don't pop the collars. They're not that douchey, but you know they wear their khaki shorts, their freaking flip flops, and they walk around and they dress like a very uppity type, like I'm chill type way, and that's what the CIA really looks like. Like the yeah, CIA, yeah. like you got the, um, uh, you know, you got your big, uh, where everybody wears their suit and they're like, Johnson, where's that report? And they got their freaking central building, but they also yeah, got, uh, paper, paper pushing, they're paper pushing yeah. agents. But they also got these neighbor, like they'll buy like several houses in, in any given neighborhood and they'll just, they'll have, uh, in quote unquote barbecues and they'll all go over there and say, and that's when the real, coerce you know, other people into does. doing shit. Yeah, look, look. Yes. Have you have you read Edward Snowden's book? Like he goes into detail how he got started, like and the type of things they told him, like how to act, how to be around people. Yeah, well, his, who, his like, parents without... are both intelligence. Mm-hmm. It's Snowden's. It's... Yeah, like how they're different than his son. I'm sorry, but I don't, I don't believe Snowden. Snowden as much as I do at all, at all. Not that I 100. Yes, Snowden. I know. I think for me, he's he's both his parents are intelligence. I feel like Snowden also, unlike it's not like Assange. Snowden broke an oath. Whatever you want to think about it, okay. I don't mean it doesn't matter. That's not the point. The point is that like, and just kind of seems like, meh. Just a little fishy. Um, but just going real quick back to the Baker thing with Rogan, like and even Owen Benjamin talks about how, you know, Rogan's kind of like a gatekeeper. And obviously he moved off of YouTube for a reason. Like he could probably be making like if he set up YouTube the right way and like did live streams with super chats and, you know, like how Tim Pool and Stephen Crowder do these things like and that was fully monetized. He'd be way, making way more than at Spotify, but they slowly broke him down and they basically, he, re, he, he was smart. He realized, realized it quick. He's like, all right, while I can do it, let me cash out and do this. But you know, he's sort of like, you know, he's sort of like anti-establishment establishment kind of a guy if you, in my eyes. So I can totally see the, the Mike Baker thing 
Because it is a weird, it is a weird one. Because that guy does seem like a fucking rata. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Well, all right. Even Mike Baker even said it like when he was in the CIA. You know when back then. You know not now. But uh, he said he would go out and just like he was one of the guys that they're just like, all right, you go do this. Didn't question orders at all. He's like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just doing it. Like whatever. He's a fucking psycho. Yeah, like the we were talking about this before. It's like with Yuri Bezmanov too. It's like Yuri Bezmanov's job was to go and destabilize places, and like now all of a sudden you start like you're gonna consider him now a he's hero. now he's Jesus. Like you know, you know, all of a sudden you consider him the hero. Like no motherfucker, you probably came here to destabilize things too. But I think what he's everything he said was and like, legit, and like everything's legit because. That was their plan, and that was what his plan was able to achieve. Straight up, we're just telling me we're doing yeah, it. Yeah, like now. we were telling, like we were telling me to do it, and I, oh, hey, we were right, we did it. Like maybe that's what it really was. And when you look back and you're like, holy motherfucker, this guy's a piece of shit for like literally putting all this, helping put all this stuff into play. Maybe, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Do you- would you ever trust a so-called like reformed spook? Like, let's say he was in the thick of it. No. But he got out of it because he just didn't know. like what he saw, and the, like he's he's giving you the down low on some information. And he's be, trying to be honest with you, like yeah, I was into this stuff, and I was paid, and all this all this stuff. Do, would you ever fully trust that guy? Like, what would that person have to do to like gain your trust? I only trust that guy from Burn Notice, the TV <laughs> show. That's it. Uh, yeah, Bruce is a weird thing too. Hey, what about me? I mean, trust is a weird thing. It's like no, as far as spooks, like yeah, tr- trusting to what, like trust their information. Like when you say trust, they like, kill them before they get that far. Like, they, trust they're all... not monitoring your whole life, and you know, not actually still in the business. Like I don't trust anyone in this Discord to like, invite me to somewhere and be like, "We're gonna protest. We're gonna fucking, and we're gonna." We're going to bust through the, the protest. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't, you're not going to convince me to do illegal shit. No one hears. What I mean, I don't mean right, like this was a bad word. I meant like a bad, like a, like a riot. You're not going to get me. You're not going to, I don't trust you enough to be. Incite like, violence. Yeah, here's the thing. Let's say you did, right? Let's say you did. And then, okay. So, right. And you go there and what you're going to see is me. I'm going to be wearing a collar shirt. I'm going to be wearing khakis. I'm going to have my deck shoes on, and I'm going to be talking really, you know, professional and concise and trying yeah, to, like, plot things out. You're going to look at me and be like, oh, fuck, this, this I do not trust this guy one bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, I mean, you're, you know, you're not going to get me to do anything fucking illegal, but it's like. Trust is a gamble. Trust is a gamble, and there are certain levels of trust. There's people that you trust in your life, but you wouldn't trust with your search history, you know what I mean? Like, I would go to your house. I would invite you over and meet up with you. Like, I'm very, in that sense, on the internet, I'm very trusting. I'll meet up with you because I'm not like afraid of like my life. Cause I would never put myself in a situation where somebody knew that I'm meeting. I'm like, I'm not going to just go pick him up or like have him come to my house. Like you meet up in a safe location. You feel him out and see, and you make sure, you know, you pat him down, make sure they don't have, you know, small dick. I mean, no guns. And then <laughs> pat him on the butt and say, go out there and be somebody. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But and, back uh, to Julian Assange real quick. I mean, what do we think? Like, so, do we have any reports there, Nate, or anything? On his, on his, so I know that he had a stroke. They at the prison. 
They just kind of uh, are are linking it to all his uh, previous issues with, like you said, mental health before, and then they just put him on like anti-stroke medications. Mm-hmm. They're not really. We should. You guys should really go listen to Richard Medhurst on this because he's done an amazing job on it. He goes back and talks about like all the, you know, issues with his health and stuff like that. Like you know, live literally in for. Have you ever heard it? Literally living in a place with no windows and no fresh air for months and months at a time. Have you heard of? Oh about yeah, right. Yeah. Have y'all ever heard of uh, We Are Change? Yeah. yeah. Luke. Luke Rudkowski. Rudowski. 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 Yeah. Rudowski. Luke uh, Rudowski. I love that little fucking Polish motherfucker. One fault, <laughs> rule them all. I, I met him in Mexico one year. I, I really like his content. Keep the conversation oh, going. I remember he was doing an interview and like well, somebody's important. It's so long ago that I like I don't remember who it was, but he was like, "You're telling the truth. Freedom is the way, and the you know, coffee enemas are the future." And like the interview ended. I don't remember. Win, but it was so like funny. I like I like Luke though. That's funny because we talked about coffee enemas like a couple days ago. Are they Are worth they... the damn? And do you put cream and sugar in them? Well, uh, no. I, I mean, I I don't do that normally. So I just it's just straight up some kind of non dairy milk. But anyways, I'm kidding. Uh, it's part of the creation therapy for anti cancer or for curing cancer. Just juicing and coffee enemas every day. So is fasting. Fasting is yeah. a really good way to kill shit too. Yeah, well, you you're not putting expending all the energy to digest, and then that allows your uh, body's systems to you know do self maintenance. And then the whole idea of yeah, coffee enema is that there's a direct connection between your colon and your liver and whatever, all the stuff in coffee helps your liver clean out. Yeah, uh, drinking coffee promotes autophagy. It's like it breaks down shit in your body. You said a gravestone in your body? Like breaks it, down. It breaks down. Oh, okay, I got you. Uh, damage cells and shit. Uh, my dad, oh, yeah, just... right? Okay, mm-hmm. go ahead. I was like, no, my go, dad go recently had a. Uh, well, he still has. It's like a. It's it's a tumor behind his ear. Okay, and the doctor. It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor. Yeah. Um. Several years back, the doctor had to have known it was there, right? Didn't do anything about it. He dealt with it before, and when he went to the hospital this week, he he said the doctor was like the new doctor, the good one, was uh surprised that it hadn't it's it hasn't grown like any, and he's and my dad swears it was CBD that uh, helped keep it at bay. Oh, this is not a health information like, podcast. Oh. Yeah, this but this is by no means. Uh, Nor is the financial uh, advice podcast. This is for entertainment yeah. purposes only. Don't listen to us about anything. But you know what? Low key though, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, just oh, I just got just you on, kicked. On legal sense. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, it, it is interesting. Uh, 
I think is it the AMA? I don't want to like talk bad. On there's two different medical associations that are competing, and I think the mainstream one, it's the American Medical Association. I think has some like nefarious history, but they all of allopathic medicine is you're not getting any of this stuff. The Grayson therapy, the CBD stuff. I mean, they're starting to come around a little bit to the CBD and other you know, schedule one drugs or schedule two drugs. Hey, yeah. little red. Hey guys. What's up? Much love. What? Much love. It's a D live. It's a D live fucking aphorism. Okay. <laughs> we say it like every fucking much love, much love, much You should love. do one episode and dedicate it entirely to like the, the history of Coast to Coast AM. Like from like back back in the art bail days to now and just keep going at, and how badly George Nori has fucked it up. But that's just totally a random thought so we can go back to where we were at. CBD and <laughs> <laughs> Bringing down the pedophile elites. So that's that's one of the connections in your mind, huh? What CBT coast to coast and yeah. like destroying fighting yeah. pedo power? There's just like a cloud of ideas, huh? Well, that's how my brain works <laughs> anyway. You know. Yeah. I, like one I minute I'm trying to like you know, you know, uh. Co- uh, coax this local girl into sending me butthole pics, and then one minute I'm trying to fight the power. <laughs> Maybe you should send her one first. I, I do I do that. I have done that. Maybe that's so why you didn't get it. I've gotten them, you know, and I've gotten them <laughs> in return. Like you got to give to get. You know what I mean? You just, you need to walk around with a hat that says "Show me your butthole." A shirt and a tattoo. <laughs> On your forehead. Yeah. I mean, if you, you know, walk around and everybody wears a picture of their own asshole on their shirt every day. <laughs> oh God, no! Everybody, no. And we <laughs> hey, people quit taking themselves seriously, wouldn't they? I'm vetoing that. <laughs> well, most yeah. people live their whole life in their comfort zone. True. Yeah, but they're gonna have to show a different zone when I get in power. <laughs> It's a very so you cat-like said earlier thing that you don't want a wife who's good at blowjobs. And I said, like, have you, I, I, it was kind of a joke. I was like, have, have you ever gotten head that was so good that you lost respect for that bitch? <laughs> yeah, you know, that's actually that's really funny. Like, where the fuck have you been? You know, <laughs> like, where did you learn that? <laughs> Professional. Yeah. If she doesn't have any diseases, I wouldn't mind. Like, bitches don't do that unless they're, they did it for money. They had to do it to survive. And, you know, they were trying to tired of turning ham and cheese sandwiches. You can watch some porn and figure it out. You're saying you give good head? I'm just, yeah. No, I'm just saying. I I mean, have you ever had ham and cheese sandwiches? I'm just saying that (laughs) I think there are girls that are talented at it, and maybe they've had more sexual partners, but. It's not saying that they're prostitutes necessarily. Maybe, maybe you said insecure that you don't know how to go down on girls. So when a girl does it good to you, you're like, oh fuck, I can't compete with this. See, I don't know what it's like to be the girl that get, having uh, is getting their pussy eaten by me. 
So, like, I don't, so I wouldn't know if I was good or not. I, you know, most of my yeah, intelligence is not good. So, um, like, we got to put a mature tag on this one. I have a very, this used um, to be a family show. Now we're going, it X-ray. never was. Okay, here we go. Helping the brothers out. We're going into love line territory now. You know, yeah, we are in love. Oh, it is pretty late, so I guess we're all right. Like, okay, okay. Have you ever seen? On this subject, though, so obviously with the pandemic, what's really come up is OnlyFans, right? Like now yeah. you've got all these women that are amateur, you know, I guess porn star. I don't know how that works. And all y'all bitches are gonna have porn stars. <laughs> With the yeah, that just for family it's viewers. Men to put women on pedestals, like I don't know. I I I'll never pay Have for. Have you guys ever seen the grapefruit video where the chick like cuts a hole in the grapefruit and like she's and she's like, <laughs> it's not a porno video. It's just like an instructional yeah. video. Like, she's she's giving it. Yeah, like, it's like it's they had that on like. They had that on like daytime women's TV. Yeah. Okay. If a chick did that to you, could you ever look at that chick and call her <laughs> wife? Could you ever say "love of my life" when you do the grapefruit thing again? That's what the. I don't like to waste food. <laughs> and also, I don't. I don't need fucking fruit. It's fine. Like, no, she but, puts. Okay, I'm not even gonna get it. It's. I'm not trying to get that dirty. I, well, wait, wait, wait. Let's what I was trying to get at, though, is that now that we've got this mass change in society, like, ne- like never before, like back, just go to the '90s, early 2000s. That you, you used to keep that shit on the DL. There was only like one woman that was really uh, out and proud about it. Was uh, Jenna Jameson, and she kind of led the way. And yeah. you had Howard Stern kind of normalized that stuff. And what we've seen in society, I mean, like we're at the point where a bunch of amateur women are getting into amateur porn some way, shape, or form. Like, that that's a new point in society, and that's kind of along the lines of the, like, what we were saying, Yuri Besmanov was talking about with the de- uh, demoralization of society. Yes. I actually, I agree. That's what, that's and the, that, at the root that's of the right in too. That's like at the that, room. That was a joke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With like the, the grapefruit. No, no. The room was like, if, if I lost respect for that bitch, you know, because, like, oh my God, this is not a very moral woman. Hey, guys. You know what <laughs> I think? Yeah. You know what I think? You know what I think it's time for? What? Do it. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to be the next contestant on Dave Ask Trivia Question? Oh, we're Welcome doing trivia. To the Family Feud. <laughs> the not so family friendly feud. I can totally see Dave as like a host, game show host. Dave Sarah. <laughs> With special uh, guests. Like the Arthur died. Diamond Hands. Okay, anyway. Oh! Sam Tripoli. Oh, no. All right, here we go. All right, are we going to do this? Let's do it. I like the intro. I mean, you know. What the So hell? I think we should, I mean, I'm not going to answer any questions unless they're like about Star Trek. Unless you're right. 
I apologize to your family viewers. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Alex. Happy family, family Oz this family event. Or give us uh, your take on 9 11. <laughs> Do we have anybody? Okay, here we go. Does Wait, who's coming? Does anybody want to play for a Whammo gift pack? Oh, a Whammo gift pack. No, but honestly, should we play some? Uh, should we do some Family Feud? Maybe. Where are families at? What's up? Yeah, I'm down. Oh, who oh, do we like classify families? Like, who's uh, in my family? Am I like the outcast? You'll, you'll see exactly how it works. Okay. Do, we, okay. do I have any? Do I have any? Uh, any volunteers? I'll go. Yes. Amy? I'll play. Amy and Ray. Me and Amy. Okay, let's do this. All right. Amy's gonna kick my ass. All right. Amy gets to decide whether or not she goes first because she said she'll play. First or second, Amy? I'll let Red go first. Okay. All right, Amy. I'm gonna mute you now. Red, you getting ready? Ready, Freddy. All right. Here we go. Name something on a calendar. H. Name something horses do. May. Name something you do only on Sunday, sunny days. Only on sunny days. Picnic. Name something you wish you could change about yourself. Oof. Rough one. Oh. My sexuality. <laughs> 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 Oh, change about yourself? Um, yeah, that's a rough one. I'll just go wait since okay. that's probably what most people. Name a job a handyman does. Uh, fix things. Be more specific. Okay. Um, fixes the light bulb. Okay. We'll go electrical with that one. Okay. Electrical, yeah. Okay. All right, Amy, you ready? This is a good, this is, it's an interesting one. Yeah, okay, go right, ahead. Ready. Name something on a calendar. Dates? Name something horses do. Me? Name something you do only on sunny days. Sunbathe. Name something you wish you could change about yourself. <laughs> I mean, like, dude, you guys, I mean, yeah. seriously, man. <laughs> yeah, that's a rough one. It's okay. Uh, here we go. Name something you wish you could change about yourself. I know it's a rough one. Is this about like me or is I mean, this like what this family is, uh, feud people? Family feud. We, 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 um, we surveyed 100 people. Wait, should we let a red be muted? No, no, no. Red already heard the questions. Um, name, okay, sorry, name something you wish you could change about yourself. I know. It's rough. What uh, I, wish my, I wish my ass was bigger. Okay. <laughs> name a job a handyman does. Squat. Uh... Six fence. Okay. All right. Okay. This is going to be good. 
Darn. That last one. Okay, here we go. Okay. I need a calculator for this one. Calculator. Okay. Here we go. Fast money. We'll, go, we'll start with red first. Name something on the calendar. Did you say dates or eight? Dates. <laughs> okay, dates yeah, I wanted to make sure. Yeah. Dates. Dates, number one answer, 35 points. Both of you guys got that. Thirty-five. Name something horses do. You guys both said nay. <laughs> which is number five. Nay or Winnie for six points. So you guys are both at forty-one. <laughs> Name something you only do on sunny days. You get okay. Red said picnic for ten points. Okay. That's the number three answer. Name something you wish you could change about yourself. You said, wait. Yeah. Number one answer, 36 points. <laughs> Name a job a handyman does. You said change a light bulb, which I was going to give you uh, electrical. Number eight for, for three points. Lamps, lights, fix. Three points. 90 Boom. points. 90 points. All right. You got to beat 90 points. Okay. We already know you got dates. 35 points. Number one answer. You got UK. Okay. You said nay for five points. Six points. Excuse me. Six points. Number five answer. Six points. 41 points now. Name something you do only on sunny days. You said sunbathe. Number one answer, 48 points. So we're getting, we're getting closer. 89. <clears throat> Name something you could change about yourself. Okay. Odie. Name something you change about. You're still going to, looks like you're still going to win it here with number four answer, figure build, because you said bigger ass for eight points. Job, yeah, baby. 97 points and then uh, name a job a handyman does you said um, fence number seven answer for three points so 10 points pretty good pretty good Everybody, everybody's a winner everybody's a winner here. anybody else want to play good job baby hell yeah guys oh thank you guys hell yeah, hell yeah that was fun okay anybody else all right, are we just gonna end this here? Now? I want to see both Eric's go over kids teach. Oh, yeah. You want to see Eric on Eric? Let's see who's the best Eric. <laughs> who's not? Well, I mean, Eric. Win or lose, I will be the best one. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> Debatable. I mean, that's scripture right there. <laughs> I haven't seen it. It's not true. <laughs> okay. Well, you don't read then. Okay. No, <laughs> okay. How do, okay. Let's see what this. Okay. It's rude. Get me. I'm right, you kidding. Wanna, you want to try one on yourself? By yourself? Not really. Why not? Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, okay. <laughs> Whatever you guys are up for, why not? No, no, that's fine. We'll, I've, uh, this is, are we little, still wait? Are we still live? Yeah, we're live. This is a little, it is a little combative. I feel, bad I feel kind of bad because yeah. the question was like, what do you want to change about yourself? It's a pretty heavy question to ask. I don't know not you personally. <laughs> it's what, 2000s? Early 2000s? 90s? It's a little um, rough, though. We can do no, this. No, we do we need to get a conspiracy up. set of those, though. Questions. Yeah. We, yeah. we need to work on that.
we can do this. We can go back to discussions. We don't have to talk about grapefruits or anything like that. We can just talk about like, you know, let's go over some really good conspiracy questions right now. Whether Nancy Reagan was the deep throat queen of the West. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who was the deep throat, deep throat queen of the West? It's kind of a tongue twister. Hey, hey so was your mouth. Hey. <laughs> hey. Okay, anyway. No, but what are some good conspiracy questions? Like, what's a. Okay. So I had two the other night, right? One was uh, about the GE Kincaid, and the other one was about um, Gilgamesh. These are two subjects that I'm. Um, Baba. Oh, you, you want to talk about Gilgamesh, huh? Well, no, I'm just saying that, like, what are some good, like, conspiracy, come up with a good conspiracy question? Well, it depends on how you want to run, uh, you want to do letter a agency. huge style, and then we're going to have to come up with those very questions. questions, and then we're actually going to have to run a poll to get this data. I mean, we could do it within because the Discord. All right. Have the answer. I mean, we could kind of do like a a Teams thing like they do at bar trivias, and then you just kind of do you ask a question, intermission, get different points. All right. If you think think Flat Earth is real, everybody change your background to uh, the same one that Nate has. No, I'm just joking. I'm not going to do it right now, but you know what I mean. (laughs) Oh, right, right, right. Anyway. I got it. I it's like skins, skins versus shirts. Uh-huh. Yeah, we can do, do a poll within the. I'm the... Don't listen to me. You can have like five, like how we I have like, 10 I, people. I like you can have, like, just go down the row. Like, each person on that team answers one of the questions. Yeah, okay, we'll come, let's come, try to come up with a question. What's a good question? What's a good topic to, like, do questions for? Let's see. Like, uh... What is the first conspiracy you learned? Alex Jones facts. Yeah, yeah. I think feel like you gotta be more specific. Like, like it'd be like Santa or something like that. Like what? What is the most red pilled moment? Nine eleven, maybe. Yeah, but still, that's pretty. You know. Well, yeah, we're still looking for like a hard fact, like like how many buildings went down on not September eleven. There you go. Went down on nine eleven because then you gotta count the Pentagon because the Pentagon got. That they had their section come down. Ooh, yeah. Right. So that's, that's five now, right? Five, maybe five. Is it? Because you got the two towers, building seven, building six, Pentagon. Yeah. Right. And somehow. What's building two... six? Oh, dude, building six is the is the uh, is the decoy to building seven. That's what everybody said. What? Right? <laughs> I didn't know about oh, that one. Or is it the other way around? Building seven is a decoy. I thought they six. put thermite in the plane to make it fall. I thought there was only building seven, but I guess I'm just crazy. No, that's what that maybe that's the Mandela effect. No, no, I think one of them is like I think they both building six and seven both went down, and one of them w- went down to be a front for another one. Right? Am I wrong about that? Yeah, but y'all think it was coordinated? What nine eleven? Well, yeah, 
Yeah. It was coordinated. Y'all think it was coordinated? <laughs> yeah, dude. Totally coordinated. Like, maybe Extra. only amongst a few people, but definitely totally coordinated. And when I say a few people, I'm I feel like y'all think that it was definitely more coordinated no. than the man that you guys was tonight. No, it was just funny the way you said it because it's, yeah, we like, I just, yeah, we do think it's coordinated, I think. Uh, you know what I mean? It's just funny the way you said it. Anyway, no, but so, yeah, building seven, six and seven both went down. Am I wrong about that? Anyway, I don't know. Are you well, thanks for that? educating me. I don't even think for me. 9.04 a.m. building six. Is I don't even think really for me 9.11 was even like a big red pill moment. Because like I knew we all, I think a lot of people knew that shit was bullshit early on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I knew right away. I was like, that doesn't add up. I mean, I was 14 years old, so. And everybody, like, I was a young age. Yeah, even at a young age, and you like, what are they going after these people for? Like, these people are not even, they're not even you, involved with it. Are you, are you trying to sit there and tell me that you don't think that a purse of a, a few people with box cutters could take over a plane of hundreds of people? They can and crash them into buildings. They can. I don't know if they can crash them into buildings necessarily. You know what's interesting too <laughs> about about the nine about the crashed buildings is like. How precisely to the middle the the airplane hits? Like it wasn't turns, it controlled demolition? Well, I don't know, but it, like it turns to make sure that it gets as much of the building as possible and hits directly into the middle of it, which is crazy to me. And so then there was thirty-five pounds in, in the plane. And I'm sorry. I've been um, in, I've been in many airports. I've never once seen a blank fucking airplane, blank commercial airplane ever in my life. I, I was I heard this one thing that my friend, uh, he was in the, the I was in middle school now. Let him have him. Well, this kid, you know, in the in the months following, um, he he had to ask his dad two questions. He was like, Dad, why did they? Why did this happen? He was like, Boy, it's because over there in the Middle East, they hate us for our freedoms. They hate our freedoms, boy, and you better cherish your freedom. And then the next question was like, Dad, I think I might be gay. And he's like, get the fuck out of my house, you piece of shit. <laughs> I feel bad, but I think I would be that kind of dad. You know Not what? Lying. These days, me too. These days, me too. Fuck it. <laughs> no, I'm Not that, I wouldn't put it that harsh, but yeah, I, it would yeah, be I hard for me to, to do that. I, so. I was just making, but yeah, never, never mind, never mind. I feel that might put me in a negative light, but. That was not a showstopper, guys. Are we researching again? No, I'm just curious. Like, I'm just wondering to myself. What a wonderful world. Do we want to uh, play more Family Feud, Dave? Dun, 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 dun. <sighs> I mean, I guess I'll play. I mean, somebody's got to read the questions.
But yeah. But, yeah. Anybody wants to play? Yes. Like, I want to come up with um, some questions, out. questions though, like some real. Not Eric. Not Eric. It would be. It would be nice to like, like pull. Eric some is working on graphics right theories, now, and then ask them like, what's the most plausible on these conspiracy theories, and do that. That'd be fun, but yeah. For now, we can come up with some pretty good conspiracy questions. Is Glenn Maxwell going to? All right, here actually, yeah, I have a good question. Hey, Arthur, what do you think about this Craig White, Craig Wright, being named Satoshi by a grant by a jury? Which all all they said was that the jury believed that he was the creator of Bitcoin. Yeah. Um, Tell me what you think about this. I don't think that Craig Wright is Satoshi, okay, and I mean, maybe the jury voted that way. But I watched uh, a news story with whoever that that Kurt guy is that agrees with Craig. And I think all they really determined was that Craig Wright may have been one of the people that was working under the alias Satoshi Nakamoto. Like, this idea that Craig Wright is the sole creator of the Satoshi Nakamoto alias, I don't think that's true. Not at all. And I also think it's very divisive. If uh, the courts rule that Craig Wright is Satoshi, now there is a human being that they can sue for the creation of Bitcoin. Okay, so I have a question. Who technically stole... Who, who technically seized the Bitcoin from Mount Gox? I mean, not Mount Gox, from the Silk Road incident. Mount Gox got hacked, right? Government, right? The FBI? Yeah, I thought, I thought like, the U.S. seized the, the Silk Road coins. Now, was it $250 million, It was two, At the time, it was $250 million in Bitcoin, wasn't it? Um, I'm not. Right. That's impossible. That's impossible. Yeah, that would be impossible. Two hundred fifty million dollars in Bitcoin. Maybe it was two hundred fifty thousand Bitcoin that they seized. How much money would that be worth today? Um. So I don't know, but maybe they seized two hundred fifty thousand Bitcoin. But I mean, maybe I wonder if this is a way to like now make that seized asset like give that a face and then i'll be able to churn that 200 what does that come out to 250,000 bitcoin like sort of launder it is that what you're trying to say like for the for the government to launder it that is is that 12 billion dollars <clears throat> Yikes! Yeah, so that's twelve billion five hundred dollars. If that's two hundred fifty thousand Bitcoin that they actually seized, if I'm right or wrong, I'm not sure. Anyway, I don't know. Uh, that's fucking crazy. From the Silk Road. Yeah, right. That's which one you want to know? I think so. Yeah. How about what they seized from the Silk Road? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll find out. I thought it was Monero, not Bitcoin. It might have it been Bitcoin also. I thought, it, 
No, I distinctly remember. Okay, or also, okay. There, was it, there was a Mount Gox hack too. How much Bitcoin was stolen during the Mount Gox hack? There was a bunch of different cryptos uh, stolen. Maybe that was 250 million that they sold, stole in total assets. Well, the Mount Gox thing, yeah, that's still being litigated, I think. Interesting. After that many years, it's still being litigated? Damn. Yeah. When do you have all the, that them guy. It's all part of your uh, right was lost. How much? 740,000 Bitcoin oh, the Mount Gox hat. Okay, that was Mount Gox. Okay, and at the time, what, the what year was that? And what can you, are you able to do, what year was that? Mount was Gox seven, was beginning of 2014. Oh, shit. So how much was Bitcoin worth around that time? Oh, boy, a couple hundred bucks, maybe a hundred dollars. So you're saying 750,000 Bitcoin was stolen or 750,000? Yeah, and Mount Gox. 750,000 uh, Bitcoins. Wow. It was worth uh, like 500 million at the time. Okay. 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 That makes more sense then. Maybe it was even worth 250 million. Maybe that's where I got that number from. But yeah, 500 million at the time. Oh, wait. Okay. Here's a detail. Wait. Although 200,000 Bitcoins were eventually recovered, the remaining 650,000 Bitcoins have never been recovered. So yeah, them 200, that, those 200,000 Bitcoins are being held in litigation. Which What's is the, interesting because the Mt. Gox rehab plan of returning 141,686 Bitcoin just got approved. What, what say you that the, that, the, uh, that the Dread Pirate Roberts himself was not a total patsy and ball guy for something even greater, be it government or be it private? Okay, so... That 650,000 Bitcoin right now is roughly $30 billion. Just saying. Like, Holy what if the shit. guy that ran that was a total... It's not a like, one was, guy. It's not, yeah, it's not one guy, but the guy that just totally went down for it. You can't what? even launder that money because everybody's watching those accounts too, aren't they? I feel like, or like some of those accounts, but maybe not the Mount Gox ones because maybe that came at a time when it was like... I don't know, dude. Fucking crazy. Well, all right. So here's some interesting timing. So like end of year 2013, Bitcoin was like $100. And then beginning of the year 2014, it had a super huge rally up to like $1,000. And then early 2014, a like year-long bear market happened until 2015. And so basically that like Mt. Gox hack like kicked off that bear market yeah. for that cycle. Wow. Like there was probably a bit like, cause like I'm sure people were at a misunderstanding that there was something wrong with Bitcoin when the exchange got hacked and there was like this big loss in confidence and then it just ticked by doing its thing for a year and then there was this big resurgence and then it, rallied up into 2017 yeah aye, aye, aye. but you know the the fed they they have access to the account itself and if they wanted to they could like you know it's not like they're locked out of it are they right <clears throat> i 
who locked out of what? Yeah, yeah the Fed like, has which... access to all this Bitcoin, right? They're not like locked out of the account for any reason, or you know, they have access to it, right? It is properly seized the, the uh, assets, right? Well, I mean the the fraction that they recovered, they have access to, but they don't have yeah. access to the. But what? the <laughs> interesting point is, there's like a bunch of Bitcoin. There's a different. They recovered two hundred thousand, but they're only reimbursing people one hundred and forty-one thousand. So where's the difference going? I think. What if the Federal Reserve just is just secretly, secretly, not even like we know that, um, like they're printing money like crazy. But what if they print even more, keep kind of off the books, and they just start buying up mad loads of cryptocurrency? So they can survive the collapse of the dollar, and they'll be the they'll still be where they're at. Well, they already they're probably got all Bitcoin in their reserves in their bank. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. There's no doubt in my mind that they control large sums of assets and stuff. They're crooked as they're crooked as the day is long. Yes, they are. I mean, I, well, I mean I'm pretty sure that really Epstein really... had his own printer. Yes, they are. Ah, he doesn't need it. He just makes orders to their like private kinkos for that. But uh, I mean, that's what the whole point of like the Iraq War, the Afghanistan War, and all that. Like, there throughout all of those, the whole time, there was rumors of you know pallets full of cash just being you know transported and dropped off here or there. Like we know they've been doing. That. Wars and rumors of wars. <laughs> right, 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 right. Are we still going, Dave? I'm trying to find your channel, Dave. I, like, I had it. Like, I've subscribed. I'm subscribed to so many channels. I can't. Like, what's the name of your channel right now? Where am I? Dejan Den. Okay. Dejan Den. Like his channel or the Rabbit Hole channel? Like, yeah, where we're at, streaming at to right now. Oh. I'm not seeing any live things or anything. Yes, we are still live. Can yeah, uh, what what channel is it? Look up uh, the rabbit hole round rabbit hole show round table. Oh yeah, okay. The the rabbit. I think I remember. I put it in my chat. You'll I just sent you a link. Give us a thumbs up too. Thank you very much. I'm making some food right now. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, I've subscribed to your other channel. I just didn't subscribe to this one. What else we got on the agenda? What do you guys? What else do you think is an important topic to talk about? We talked. We talked talk okay. about aliens a little bit last night. We were asking if uh, Richard Nolan was a shill, or uh, who was the other guy? Stephen Greer. Greer. Stephen Greer. Yeah, Stephen Greer is huge. But um, what else? What do we think about? Let's see, what's a good topic? What do we think about Egypt right now? Is Egypt, uh, what year do we think Egypt was built? <laughs> I'll let you unra unravel that. There you go. It's just lost history right there. I wouldn't even. Yeah. 
classify that as a. Now I do know a thing or two about the Sphinx, right? Not I'm not like a scholar like that studied it, but yeah, you know, I do like that. The weathering on the outside suggests, or the rest of the body suggests that the that the Sphinx actually used to have the face of a cat, and that one I think it was a Nubian pharaoh, like when they when not a pharaoh, but when the Nubians occupied Egypt, he ordered that to be like cut off and then sculpted into his face, and uh, like a very vain thing to do. That's why the the weathering on the face doesn't match the weathering on the rest of it. Yeah, I mean, the only, it's kind of like a lot of things. It's the only I mean, that speaks like, be wild, dog. Confidently, is that we've been lied to. Like we know that's been happening. So you just kind of, yeah. Unfortunately, it's kind of hard to get access for legit researchers. You know, you'll. And, and me and my friends out there, we've been going like justice for the Sphinx. You know, we want justice for Sphinx. And it, nobody's trying to hear our case. <laughs> you know, like, how would you like to have your face knocked off and re-sculpted into somebody else? Yeah, my body, my choice, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They can identify as a lion or a man, whatever. A lion man. Or a woman, or in between. Whatever. They need to make a movie about that and have Juicy Smollier play that pharaoh that did that, or that got the Nubian guy that did that. Except, I mean, yeah, he could, yeah, he could do that. That guy control. ever gonna work again? Do we think? He'll oh, he probably again? will. He'll. He's got two. Like, he'll come out. If he even goes to prison or whatever he's done doing, whatever he has to do. He's going to either like sell a book on like how I learned my lesson or double down and be like how they framed me for framing them. <laughs> and then like he will get, he'll get work at like TYT yeah. or something. It's like everybody knows that when you just wake up at night and you're hungry, you just want Subway. Yeah. Yeah. And um, oh, God. Uh, like TYT, they would hire him. Uh, oh, God. They hired that uh, other oh, guy. Oh, I can see it. I can see TYT doing that. Yeah. Um, freaking. Remember that Sean one King. time that Jimmy Dore was uh, that spit on Alex Jones? You know, uh, when he I've crashed almost TYT forgiven thing. Jimmy Dore. Yes, I remember that. I've almost forgiven Jimmy Dore for that. The only thing he has left to do to redeem himself is to go on Alex Jones' show and have a nice conversation, at the end of which Alex Jones will take a big old swig of Southern iced tea and spit it in his face, and all sins are forgiven. Because I think Jimmy Dore, even though he's a like very much, he's a socialist, commie type guy, but functionally he's a libertarian. Like he's talking about like freedoms and rights and stuff. So functionally he's in the libertarian, but like his actual beliefs are more socialistic, which I don't believe uh, agree with those. But he's actually been telling the truth about like you know issues going on, and I respect that. He's totally like up into the the Young Turks, like totally. Shat on them and totally severed ties with them, and um, yeah, and then the Young Turks ended up hiring Sean King, and you know who what these what they call Sean King? He's he's supposedly a black guy, but they call him Talcum X. He's not like I if you see a, yeah, if you see a picture of him when he's a kid, he looks whiter than I do, 
And I'm pretty white, and he looks whiter than I do right now. Both his parents and his siblings white. Yeah, and like, I'm trying to Biologically. Say, like, yeah. Like, he, um, and he got in a car wreck and tried to make it like it was a, a, a he got beat up by, like, white supremacists. Like, he was doing freaking smoothie. It's like, I was, off. was he on his way to Subway? <laughs> no, he probably. To meet Jared, because it's just before Jared went to prison. <laughs> what is up with the weird connections to Subway? You got the pedophile guy, and now you got Jussie Smollett lying about it. Like, so it's like some weird thing with Subway. Uh, I don't know, man. You know, okay, let's dissect it. Okay, sub. All right, let's let's use the like the most depraved and sexually explicit uh, definition for the word sub. Okay, means someone that uh, submits it to a very phallic. guy. Yeah. Oh, there's that okay. too. Okay, and then way submission way. It's the way of. I don't know. I'm trying. I'm. I'm really grasping straws here, man. I ain't got nothing. Jesus, we, I kind of have to agree oh, with Jimmy Dore stuff because it's like <clears throat> he did kind of redeem himself, and the establishment yeah. press kind of went after him again too. <clears throat> Young Turks disowned him. They started calling him right wing. <clears throat> so mm -hmm. They started telling the truth and like giving Glenn Greenwald and even though and Kyle Kalinsky's. I kind of agree with Jimmy. Kyle Kalinsky's kind of a bullshit artist too. He kind of was like, kind of grifting. He's like a Brighton bro now all of a sudden. So Glenn Greenwald, Aaron Monte, um, uh, Matt Taibbi, all these guys are legit, legit journalists. And I respect that. You know, what? one thing like, okay, Jimmy Dore's final act of like redemption would, would be the going out to Jones show and let Alex spit in your face and then shake hands. But I mean, I still, I still like, I listen to Jimmy Dore that, a lot. That'd now. be a baller ass move. Yeah. Uh, because, dude, when he when was just PT and not actual spit, did he at? I forget. Did he actually spit spit yes, on Alex? Yes. Or did he have water? Okay, so was, yeah, he had. He put like he was drinking. He said he was drinking iced tea at the. Uh, oh, so, so he yeah. did. Okay, okay. So, so it was iced tea. Know, so then he did gets the same thing in return. But the, you know that's that's neither here nor there. Like when Alex Jones was actually going through like his getting removed off all social media. Jimmy Dore went on Rogan, and Jimmy Dore showed more love for Alex Jones and more concern over Alex Jones and freedom of speech than Joe Rogan did at that time. Now, that's when Joe Rogan was going through a little bit of bullshit. And Alex Jones was also going crazy, but crazy Alex Jones, he was going through a whole lot of shit, and I don't, I don't blame him for going a little bit crazy for that period of time. He was like, I want to be your enemy, Joe! I don't want to be your friend! And then they all went on that podcast, and it was really wholesome, like them becoming friends again. And... But, like, you know, he called him out on, like, he called Joe out on some of the, because Joe was really, like, close to falling into just the mainstream everything. And, um. Oh, it was very mainstream right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it was going to be worse. Like, he was quoting Media Matters and shit like that. And, um, yeah, but, I, I, like, that was a really good podcast. Where they, Dude, they Media Matters is the root of all this shit. Oh, right. yeah. If you, if you check it, Swirls. It's like the only organization that I know that doesn't promote people that they like, they tell you who to go against. That's their whole premise. Yeah. And you, you'll never find somebody like, vote for this, vote for that. They say, don't vote for this person. Don't vote for that person. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, do you think their reckoning is coming? Because like, like I said, another CNN person, I forget his name, 
It's not Cuomo. Cuomo already got shit canned. And uh, Don Lemon's going to have some freaking uh, investigations. But this other guy was abusing a younger uh, a younger girl. And that's, let me see. Uh, being libertarian post of, like, the headline as a meme. But it, I've seen other people talking about it just today. So, is the reckoning coming? Will they, will they actually see punished? Will we live to see them, like, punished for their lies and how how many people they've actually killed with their lies? What do you think? Me, I, I think we'll we'll live to see some of it, like some of them punished. But I mean, I feel like by the time. I would reach anything close to vindication. Here's like the the idiot part of me, which is you know, some would argue that's most of me, but this is like the big hopeful idiot part of me is that I will live to see everything vindicated. Like that's almost like a faith-based uh, belief. But I, I mean, some of the stuff I, I'm seeing be like things I've said and things I've supported are being vindicated. And you know, I'm, you know, it's it, it's like you want to say. I wish I wasn't right, and deep down, like, I really wish that I wasn't right about a lot of this shit, but, I mean, there's also a part of, like, see, freaking told you, you know, like, that part of, you know, you know, we always got, we got petty parts of ourselves as well, but, um, yeah, it's, I don't know, it's never, the lies have never been on this, like, on this level, there's, there've always been lies, like, in the media, of course, but on this level, though, is it, and I've always been privy to the laws. Yeah. And I've always for, some, for whatever reason, for whatever reason, still feels good when, even though we're not seeking the approval of the establishment media, it still feels it still feels good when they like they admit to something. Yeah. It's like when they admit they were wrong about something, or they promote something that was like, yeah, motherfucker, we've been talking about this for like two, three years already, and they're just oh yeah, also. It. Also, and when they admit they're wrong, it's like a fake it, like admit it, like okay, like Anna Kasparian, for example, when she, her, like when people are like, oh, oh, props to Anna Kasparian, she uh, admitted she was wrong about Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah, yeah, but there's a big aside to that. In fact, Jenk Uger came on and they had this big discussion about like how, while yes, legally, what Kyle did was like he was absolutely correct about that, but he was also morally wrong for going there. I'm like you motherfuckers, like you, you don't see how like. The, the the obvious the logical next step for people coming to your ha- your town and burning it down is people coming out to protect it. Like that's cause and effect, and I, I feel like a lot of these liberals they've lost touch with the concept of cause and effect long ago. Apologizing after the fact doesn't do much for me. Yeah, I know it doesn't do nothing. <laughs> doesn't do anything for me. Like, I wish you had this sense when you were like telling these freaking lies. That, or yeah, after it doesn't in. matter, you're sorry. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. The whole time you rallied hard yeah. against this. While your influence doesn't matter, your influence only matters yeah. like when the when the subject is is in the in the midst. That's the same and, thing with putting out a fake or uh, a bullshit article and then changing it a month later after the damage has been done. You know? Yeah, it's like you know, like let's say Dave had to fight this guy named Benny, right? And then everybody's like. Like Dave, one of Dave's best friends is like, man, Benny's gonna fuck you up, dude. And he's like, chill with Benny now, right? And then you fuck Benny up, and then he's like, oh man, I always knew you had it in you, man. You know, it's like that fake shit. Like, get the fuck out, I'll fuck you up next. Oh yeah. All right. Well, that was a good stream, I think. All right. That's it.
I think so. I mean, we'll stay or stick around and hang out, but <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna start playing some video games and getting off. <laughs> oh no! So you know, video you games all. are bad. They're bad for the. Uh, they're bad. They're for just bad dick. for you. They're bad for your dick getting sucked. Well, evident. Okay, my the schizophrenic. Video, play, they're 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 inversely affecting each other. The well, more video I, games you play, the less your dick gets sucked. Well, not for my buddy uh, uh, Jack, right? All right, all right, goes, all right. We're not going to lose about Jack right now. Everybody say goodbye, and then we'll hear, Jack, we'll hear about Jack it, off air. All right, everybody say goodbye.